Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. I want to spend some time uh, in this hour talking about tariffs and the implications. And, and it's uh, a topic that a lot of folks, frankly, don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about uh, because it's international stuff and it's, it's just a way above what we usually worry about on our everyday lives. And I understand that. But and we haven't had to deal with that word or with that the implications of that word for the longest time. But it's it's in play again now for sure, uh, because of what's gone on. Well, first of all, with NAFTA negotiations, uh, but also with the G7 and uh, some of the comments made by Donald Trump. Because he assumed I was in an airplane and I wasn't watching. He learned that's going to cost a lot of money for the people of Canada. He learned you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, of course, uh, Trump talking about uh, Justin Trudeau's comments uh, about. Uh, the negotiations, uh, which was rather interesting. Uh, anybody who was watching that coverage, as I was on Sunday uh, from the G7, uh, saw Trump do his uh, post conference just before he got on his plane and took off, essentially saying, yeah, everything is hunky-dory, everything is fine. Uh, Canada's even agreeing to a sunset clause on NAFTA, so we're going to get that wrapped up. And, and, and then he got on his plane and left. And the reporters asked Justin Trudeau the same thing a few minutes later, and he said, there is no deal. We are not agreeing to a sunset clause. And that's when he made his comment about, look, at we're nice people, we don't get pushed around. So uh, Trump, by his comments now, saying that we, the Canadians, are going to pay a lot of money for that. Uh, you got to wonder if that's politics or if it's just vengeance. But look, at he can still do this, and he has done it already with steel and aluminum, and he may do it with the auto sector. So what are the implications? Well, let me ask Ian Lee of uh, Sprott School of Business at Carleton University. Ian, thanks so much for joining us on the program today. Uh, it looks like ominous times. Should we be worried about Trump's comments? Um, yes and no. I mean, uh, let me explain that and unpack that. Yes, we should be worried because he has demonstrated the capacity to follow through. So I don't believe it's idle threats or bluffs. I mean, he did pull out, promised to pull out of TPP, which was much bigger, and he did. He promised to pull out of the Paris Climate Accord, and he did. Um, and he promised to implement uh, tariffs on steel and aluminum. He did. So he's demonstrated a clear capacity to do it, and so we shouldn't be in any doubt about that. I, I said, though, at the same time, we shouldn't be worried if we are willing to engage in serious negotiations with Mr. Trump. And this is where, and I realize I'm in a very small minority because most people are rallying around the prime minister um, on this, and I, I do understand that that sense of you know wanting because we don't like Trump and you know he's obnoxious and he's a racist uh, you know and he's a misogynist pig and so forth. But and so I understand why people want to rally around him. But we have to, I think, discipline our passions, our emotions, and look at this brutally, strategically and say, what is at stake? What's, what is being negotiated? And Trump has been clear as a bell from the very beginning. I don't agree with his tactics. I don't even agree with his underlying philosophy of trade. But that doesn't really matter what I think about Donald Trump. He is the president. I'm not. Your listeners are not. We have to deal with him. And what he has been demanding from the very beginning, I mean, before he became president, it's in all his span. I've read his economic speeches, his trade and economic speeches, since he became a candidate. And he has expressed this view, which is crystal clear as a bell, that, that Canada and Mexico and China and Germany and the other countries of the world have been taking advantage of the United States on trade. I don't believe it, but this is the belief held by large numbers of Americans, especially working class and lower middle class Americans who've been left behind in the last 10, 15 years. And he has said he wants to level the playing field. And as is evidence he gives, uh, and because 
we have, and, and these trading countries have given him evidence to make that claim. For example, we charge 275% tariff on dairy, so it makes it very, very easy for him to stand up in Wisconsin, a huge dairy state, or in New York State, which is the third largest dairy state, and say, see, those Canadians are cheating. They're charging us 275% on tariffs on dairy, and we're not charging them 275%. So although I don't He's, he's often wrong on the larger issue that, you know, the Americans are doing well from trade. We give him the ammunition to shoot him, uh, to shoot us, excuse me, on trade. And what we should be doing is saying, instead of protecting those industries, we should be saying, okay, Donald Trump, you claim you want to put everything on the table. We're going to call your bluff. Everything, we're going to put everything on the table. Are you going to put protectionism for the sugar industry and the other industries you protect on the table? Let's go start negotiating real negotiations where there's no uh, protected industries on either side. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.